Jobs data, jolts commodities, and battery metal sector stays busy despite markets. Welcome to Kickle Roundtable, sponsored by G-Money Venture. I'm your host, Michael McRae. Paul Harris is here, but joining us later, we have no guests. It's been a difficult week for gold as the market saw its longest daily losing streak in seven years, with prices hovering near their lowest level since March, reports Niels Christensen. Gold prices dropped to a fresh seven-month low after data showed that the U.S. economy created 336,000 jobs last month, significantly beating the market's expectations. However, according to some analysts, disappointing wage growth and an unchanged unemployment rate gives the Federal Reserve room to leave rates unchanged next month. And with that, gold recovered slightly and finished the week in the 1840 range. Copper traded lower this week, too, hitting its lowest point since May. The red metal finished at the 360 level China worries and a strong dollar weighed on copper. The big commodity surprise was oil. Early this month, oil looked like it might crest $100 a barrel. Prices retreated sharply, and now a barrel can be had priced in the low 80s. Up next, mining news, but first our sponsor, G Mining Ventures, ticker GMIN on the TSX Venture and GMINF on the OTCQX is on its way to becoming the next mid-tier precious metals producer by leveraging strong access to capital and proven development expertise. The principles of G Mining Venture have been responsible for the on-budget and untimed delivery of 100% of their capital builds, totaling $2 billion in construction costs. G Mining Ventures is anchored by its flagship Tokenzino project in the mining-friendly and prospective state of Para Brazil. Tokenzino is an open pitable gold deposit containing 2 million ounces of reserves at 1.31 grams per ton. The deposit is open at depth and the underexplored 996 square kilometer land package presents additional exploration potential. Project construction is over 50% complete and is fully funded through commercial production expected in the second half of 2024. Paul, what were those mining headlines? Thank you, Michael. A lot of economic studies out this week. It's almost as if there's going to be conferences coming up. FPX Nickel announced a pre-feasibility study for its Baptiste Nickel project in British Columbia in Canada to produce an average of 59,100 tonnes per year of nickel over a 29-year mine life. The project would yield an after-tax IRR, internal rate of return, of 18.6% at an 8% discount rate in $8.75 per pound nickel, following a $2.2 billion initial capital cost. The project would have a life of mine average C1 operating cost of $3.70 a pound, assuming no byproduct credits, with a 3.7-year payback. Standard Lithium announced a feasibility study for its first commercial lithium extraction plant project at the Lancis South plant in Arkansas in the USA. The company aims to produce battery quality lithium carbonite from Smackover Brine in 2026 using direct lithium extraction. The operation would produce 5,400 tonnes per annum over a 25-year minimum operating life. The project would yield an after-tax IRR of 24% at an 8% discount rate following a $365 million capital development. In Chile, Rio 2 announced a feasibility study for its Phoenix Gold project in the Maricanga district, including updated resource, capital and operating cost estimates. A first phase would see Phoenix produce 91,000 ounces a year during its initial 12 years and then 54,000 ounces a year for the final four years at an all-in sustaining cost of $1,237 per ounce. The project would yield a 28.5% internal rate of return at a 5% discount rate following an initial capital cost of $117 million, with sustaining capital estimated at $88 million. 
The first stage, 20,000 tonnes per day mining and heap leach operation could later expand to 80 to 100,000 tonnes per day, which would increase annual gold production to more than 250,000 ounces per year. First Mining Gold announced a preliminary economic assessment for its Duparquet Gold project in the Abitibi region of Quebec in Canada for a 15,000 tonne per day open pit and underground mining operation. Duparquet would produce 233,000 ounces a year of gold at an all-in sustaining cost of 976 US dollars per ounce for 11 years. It would yield an IRR of 18% at a 5% discount rate with a 4.8 year payback following an initial capital cost of 706 million Canadian dollars and sustaining an underground development cost of 738 million. And finally, coming back to a stock market near you, the former executive team of Yamana Gold, led by Peter Maroney, is back with a 267 million US dollar raise for a reverse taker transaction to take African gold producer Allied Gold public on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Allied produces 370,000 ounces a year from three mines in Africa and has several development and exploration projects in Côte d'Ivoire, Mali, Ethiopia and Egypt. The company is looking to double its output. That's it for us. Follow Paul Harris at Paul Harris Gold on X and you also follow myself, Michael McRae. That's McRae with two C's. On behalf of Paul Harris and myself, have a pleasant weekend.